This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat okay welcome in to another edition of the tailgate and yes i am back after a little bit of a respite five days without jeff cardozo in my life i know it was uh it was rough in fact we just missed each other uh sunday at uh ironwood so you know, you 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 had left right when I got there, so. Well, I, you should have told me I would have come back. Well, I was just I wasn't going out there to see you, <laughs> to be honest. True. With you, I, I didn't know if you'd be there, but um, so I got a, I got a lot of things I want to talk about. But Jeff, I got it. I don't know what you and PG talked about yesterday, so I'm just going to run through a, a few of them and and see how much you did talk about them. Like for example. Did you talk about Aaron Rodgers? How much did you talk about that? We didn't. Okay. Let them, let's start with that. What does this mean for the Jets? It's it's legit for the Jets. When's the last time they had a good quarterback? Chad Pennington? No, Namath. I would go Namath. <laughs> well, then that's, what, 60s. So, no, I, I think it's big. We, we did mention a little bit yesterday. I was just going to say no to everything and <laughs> act like we didn't <laughs> talk about anything. Um, but no, I think it's it's certainly significant and known that it was going to happen, and, and I think Jets fans have to be happy. But I don't think you can also say that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the savior. I mean, when you look at Mahomes and Burrow and Allen and all these other guys that are on that side of the bracket, so to speak, it, it's going to be tough. But they have a good defense, maybe win 10 or 11 games, try to win the division and win a playoff game or two. I think Jets fans would be extremely happy with that. Well, what they what it does is give them hope. And there's a lot of teams in this league, as you know, Jeff, that have no hope, and that would include, for example, the Texans. No, I don't care who they get. They could get they could draft both uh, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young and still not have hope. Um, but they're, now it gives them hope. And they were, what were they, 7-10 and 10 last year, I think? And so, you know, it could be three more wins. Next thing you know, what? You're in the playoff. It's not going to mean they're going to end the Super Bowl, but it gives them a chance to at least get in the playoffs. It does, and I think you have to be really excited about that if, if you're a Jet fan because it's been a lot of years of misery and haven't been able to get it done. So, I, I mean, I, I like it. And, and, again, I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. I, I've always tried to draft him in fantasy if I get that opportunity. Oh, I, I had him that one year. I, I fell in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he uh, He's a little quirky, but he is oh, yeah. a very good player. I fell out of love with him for some other things. But anyway, um, all right, so you didn't talk at all about Florida getting swept by uh, South Carolina. No, we right? tried to ignore that. Okay. Or uh, softball. Well, you couldn't get to the softball sweep until today, which, uh, you know, I I'm, I flip it on. I'm like, I don't even know. What's the score? Oh, they're up 5-1. I'll stick with it. Yeah. Did not go well. And, again, I mean, still no surprise that Skylar Wallace is tearing it up after oh. interning at Ironwood yeah. Golf Course this semester. That was a big win for her right there. Yeah. But um, I yeah, just, just I don't understand how they can get that bad at pitching. 
for, well, for, just... for Tim Walton, a Tim Walton team. But, you know, Jeff, do you remember the days when softball games were one nothing and they had to put a runner at second like they did mm-hmm. during, did during uh, COVID um, in extra inning games just to get a run to finally score, to get the game over? Now it's – I mean, everybody's pounding the ball. So – Softball is yeah, a different sport, and but you still got to get people out. But and and when are we going to talk about softball moving the fences back? Yeah, because that's a good point. A yeah. lot of these home runs. I mean, every fence is what two hundred, and then maybe two twenty to center, two twenty five or something. I haven't been over to softball to figure that out. But that they're they're all so short, and now you have these girls that are getting stronger, and obviously the weight room is a significant part and i'm sure the bats technology everything else oh, nothing yeah, has definitely. changed from when softball first started and the games were like that but there was you're right never home runs never anything and the game has completely changed so i don't know if you can do that because you look at a lot of these ballparks and there's not really much room to move the fences back and some no. of them with stands yeah. and everything else so it'll be interesting you know i've told the story before jeff but when uh in 98 I went up to cover uh your your baseball team and um at Georgia and so I said hey I got the day free let me go watch Florida play Georgia in softball because they were playing and it was literally a like that that uh rec league fence you know that's Mm -hmm. all they had and now these everybody has these mansions but they built them on a certain amount of property. Like you said, it's like Augusta. They had to buy somebody out to eventually move back that tee on 13. I wonder how much that dude got. Well, I don't know if it – I think it was the club, and I'm sure the club had a great party that night. Yeah. They were like, hey, everybody, you got to wear a green jacket if you come, <laughs> if you come here tonight. Just wear a green jacket, and we'll have – you know, we'll drink mint julep. Anyway, um, all right, so did you talk at all about the draft, the NFL draft, which um, is in yeah, only your, your two bo- days? Yeah, your boy called in and said Anthony Richardson's going to drop because he sped on a Dodge one time. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that came up again. Um, but, no, uh, it's interesting. So Obviously, all the other uh, Will Levis talk and – I think odds in Vegas actually made him the number one pick today. He's Do you know why? Do you know what happened? No. Okay, so somebody posted, and I don't even know what Reddit is, okay? I never get on Reddit. Okay. But somebody posted on Reddit, Will Levis is telling his family Carolina's taking him with the first pick. And all of a sudden the odds change. This is what we're dealing with. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it it's with everybody. I mean, you could make an argument for almost anybody – um, I, I, my personal pick, I'd pick CJ Stroud if I had the choice. I, I with, think with a negative wonder lick, oh, that's what she said. But anyway, um, <laughs> my point is, I think Stroud gives you all the things that Bryce Young gives you with a little more physicality and a little more height, uh, but I don't think they're that different. And then and to me, Levis and Anthony are both way down that list. And the interesting thing is going to be like Peter King came out with a mock uh, the other day, just yesterday, and said that uh, he had uh, Anthony as 23rd. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I don't know where he's going to end up. And I, I, I hope he doesn't end up in the East. or I'm sorry, in the uh, AFC because the AFC uh, 
We've got some pretty good quarterbacks right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I think if you look at it, the, the Colts are, uh, you know, a, a team that obviously has looked at them. The, the plane's been here a couple of times. They, they're at four, but you wonder if he gets picked that high. I, I don't know. And then Seattle, they just signed a guy for a couple more years. Do you then take him? Because then you can say, okay, Richardson can sit behind him. And But it, do you take somebody with the ninth pick and have him sit for that long? Uh, I, I think there's a lot of people that – have shown video that prove that he could be the best quarterback, and then there's obviously oh, yeah. a lot of people that have showed that he's the fourth or fifth best quarterback. But by, Jeff, by we all saw that video in yeah. in, in real we life. We saw it firsthand, sure, yeah. and I think that's what makes it hard. But it's going to be fascinating, and you know, and we did talk a little bit about certain drafts and where guys get picked. I mean, Patrick Mahomes wasn't the number one pick. Dan no. Marino wasn't the number one pick. No. And there's a lot of guys that Aaron Rodgers, we just talked about him. He wasn't the number one pick, and he dropped all the way down and had to wait behind Brett Favre for a few years. So you you never know. It's just one team's going to like you. It's Josh yeah. McDaniel picking Tim Tebow. Nobody else would have picked him in the first round, but Tim Tebow can say he was a first-rounder because McDaniel was enamored by him. So I, I think that's going to be the, the cool part about it all. And, I mean, look at Trey Lance. He's still sitting there, and now they're talking about even trading him when yeah, there's nobody did. there to even play because you got the last pick in the draft that was better than he was. So you you never know. It's uh, it's going to be fun for sure, and I'm just uh, I'm anxious to see how it transpires. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and that and that is the story is how the draft goes. It's but it's not the story the day after the draft. You know you know what I mean? I yep. mean it, it. We all know the story is going to be rewritten. Uh, totally, but it you know if you're a first round pick or if you're the first pick or the second pick, I was the second pick in the draft. My name's Ryan Leaf. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, it doesn't work out for some guys. It works out for a lot of guys. Uh, Jamarcus Russell didn't work out, um, but uh, I, I think one thing I will say this about Anthony Richardson is I can't find anybody who wants to say anything bad about him as a person except the Cattleman. Okay. Yep. That's the only one. Uh, I I don't I, I no matter who I talk to. I mean, obviously Napier is very. I think Napier is taking the approach that was opposite of Dan Mullen. Don't forget, Dan Mullen had Chauncey Gardner coming after him because he felt like he bad mouthed him to the scouts. And you, no, that's not the way you do it. It doesn't matter what you think of him. It doesn't matter how you feel about him. It matters what you say to them because it's going to get back to him. And I think he's talked so positive about everybody that's going in there. And he could certainly have some bad words to say about Anthony and, and things that he can't do. But he's taken the other approach, which I agree with 100%. I agree. And I, it was part of the conversation yesterday. I don't think there's – you look at everything that he's done, certainly for this community, and you look at the way he's gone about uh, what he's done with, with so many other things, it's it's all done the right way. You look at the way he answered questions at the Combine and yeah. how much people raved about him there and, and some of the conversations that were had. So, yeah, give him a lot of credit, and we'll just we'll see. Obviously, it's you know what it is. He, he's got all the talent in the world. There's been – flaws in his game he's he's been inaccurate sometimes maybe looks not motivated enough to be out there but when it's all said and done he comes out and posts a quote today that he wants to be in the hall of fame and he's willing to do whatever he can to to make that happen so i think there's there's a lot he's done to ensure that someone's going to pick him pretty high 
You know what I can do? I can get him in the Bob Dooley Hall of Fame if he shows up for the tournament. How about that? Yeah, be cool. Hey, let me tell you what. That is a uh, that's a big honor uh, for people to get into that. We're two and a half weeks out. We had a big meeting today. We'll talk about well, we'll talk about that after you're done because we we want to make sure we tap your great knowledge and we will take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the. I, I, again, I, I'm not sure what you talked about yesterday, but I want to talk about the spring game everybody's talking about. And what happened afterwards, you're listening to the tailgate on ESPN, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Miguel Molina. The number four Florida baseball team will host North Florida tonight. The Gators are hitting the mound after getting swept in the season series with South Carolina last week. However, the Gators will look to get back in the swing of things with a win tonight against the Ospreys. Coverage starts right here at 5.55. In Florida softball, the number 14 Gators will hit the road to take on in-state rival FSU tomorrow night. Florida enters the game 32-14 after getting swept in their season series with number 4 Tennessee. The Gators will look to bounce back with a win against the Seminoles. In the MLB, Miami will hit the road to take on Atlanta tonight. The 12-11 Marlins are currently in third place of the NL East division with the 15-8 Braves sitting at the top. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Miguel Molina. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. 
Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. Nobody likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County, provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible so there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss big or small independently owned and operated the serve pro crew will be there for you so let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way from the diamond to the dugout we are your home for florida gator baseball we are espn 98 1 fm 8 50 a.m W-R-U-F, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, W-R-U-F, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley here in studio, Jeff Cardozo out at the ballpark. And before he brings on our special guest here, I do want to ask Nick Belmonte this question. All right, last night I watched a two and a half hour documentary on the Smothers Brothers <laughs> show. Can you give me two writers from that show? Uh, David Letterman. No, that's correct. And uh, let's see, um, uh, Einstein, right? Bob Einstein. Oh, God, you got one. That's very good. Very good. Um, let's, oh, Steve Martin? Steve Martin. Okay. Look at you. Oh, I, I love you. Hey, look, you guys were talking, you were talking Mildred Pierce last week when I tuned in. <laughs> you and you and Robbie, and I'm like, what, that, what, what station did I get here? Yeah. Well, we had Rob Reiner too, with another writer on there. So. Well, well, well. You know, if you stayed on after Mildred Pierce to have and have not with Humphrey Bogart and a first-time actress Lauren Bacall followed that movie. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I didn't watch it all, but it, that, that's what's sad, Jeff. This is what you get to look forward to when you get old, <laughs> as you start. You start watching all these no, no, black and white movies. No, but Pat, what what your listeners have to realize, they're those movies are better than what's coming out in the theaters now oh definitely so that's why they're worth watching i can't wait to go to the theater uh for mother's day because i'm sure mildred pierce too is gonna be out <laughs> that's uh, right jeff I, I need to ask you a question why is there a tarp out on the field uh-oh yeah i was just gonna say that obviously you got the uh, the vision of yeah. it um yeah they went over and, and talked to uh, tim parenton and i was thinking to myself that's not probably a good thing and Five minutes later, the tarp came out. So there, there are some storms supposedly coming through. But they're going south, I think. So they, they'll probably be okay. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. You don't want to be here all night. Yeah, you were in uh, Columbia for a long time. I know that. That was yeah. That it was, and I mean that's partly why I wanted to have Nick on because obviously he's been a part of college baseball since the. I couldn't remember the person you guys were talking about. So we said, said oh, so since, since Mildred Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Way, hey, look, Nick and I were in college together. I I, I saw him play in person. He's the only player I a person I ever talked to 
that I saw him play in person that I was a student when he played. Wow. Wow. That is pretty crazy. It's, it's quite an honor. And I've seen the, <laughs> the cool – Belmonte pictures in the orange uniform. Back yeah, the day that they used yeah, to the, wear. The, the orange on t- with orange. Yep, orange on orange. <laughs> and but by the way, they looked really cool at the time. They were kind of revolutionary. <laughs> but we would hear it. We'd go, we'd go on road trips, and they would yell things like, "What do you guys work for, Howard Johnsons?" <laughs> <laughs> What, what what do you what, what was it? I forgot the gas station. Oh, you oh, what do you guys? Golf? You were for Union seventy six. Yeah. We would hear that. Yeah, because of the colors. Oh yeah, uh-huh. no, that's part oh, of yeah. it. Wait, they they and and you know people are making a thing now about um, you know you can't look to the right as you're walking off the field and say something to the other team or just let's go. Back in those days, it was. No holds barred. We're, you're screaming at each other for nine innings across the field, and anything went. And the umpires didn't say a word. And in the fans, I remember, you know, at Tennessee, they had the frat house yep. that lined right field, and it was like a berm, and they had the kegs out there. And Sunday afternoon, by about the sixth, seventh inning, I mean, it was just crazy. <laughs> the guy had a megaphone, and he'd be yelling out every obscenity, uh, and, and sometimes it was funny though yeah. what they would yell, but you know, but it was but that, that era. It, it was no holds barred. I mean, no. the players were going at it, in in the in the in the coaches. You know, that was like was part, part of, of it, it. right? Yeah. Wait, Jeff, even, when I was in school, we, yeah. you could bring a cooler into the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's way, no oh, but even crazy. you know, I think that was the obviously you liked pitching and and getting out there and doing it, but that was the best part because. Every other game, you knew you weren't starting, so you could just sit there and talk smack the whole time. Oh, no. Like, that's, I exactly. love standing on the end of the bench and just – The Caitlin Clark of bullpen smack. That's well, we – you know, John Chappell was here for the 70s reunion, and he was talking about when he went down to pitch at University of Miami. And, you know, he was kind of – you know, John's kind of a big guy, and he said they were yelling things like, hey, one man with a pair of pants out there and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But, you know, is that your belter, the equator? You know, so <laughs> those kind of things were – that's just so commonplace. Yeah. You know? and, and it has obviously gone too far. And the Neely situation certainly made national news, and everybody said that it was unwarranted. And it's kind of a shame that we are getting to that point where you can't show any kind of emotion yeah, anymore. That's tough. That's yeah. It, you know, these are especially young, against your rival like that. Exactly. These are young guys. I didn't. I, what Neely did, I didn't see anything egregious right there. You know, uh, what you saw this week, uh, what happened at Tennessee, where where the guy tried to get on first base because Dolander caught the ball and he had both feet on first base. And he gave him a little shove because he, he needed to get his foot on the base. And Dolander was taking up the whole base. And, and then Christian Moore came sprinting at him, put his, you know, face right in the guy's. Yeah. And, and to me, wow, you know, it's basically the same, I guess, the same uh, suspension. Well, you only got one game. No, come on. Yeah, one game. Hey, whatever they get the next game. Whatever, because oh, he, he was a position player. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Whenever somebody wrote the rules, is what what you have to live by. You can't judge it. You can't oh, the, come back yeah. and say no. This is what it should be. But what I'm I'm curious, Nick, what your take was of Tennessee sweeping Vanderbilt. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, they came in at five and ten, and look, there was a lot of talk. This team's not on target to make the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament, let alone win it. Yeah, and I just saw today they're ranked eighth in one poll. <laughs> so, uh, like, huh? What? Ha- okay. Here's they're good. I mean, Tennessee's they are good. I mean, they're just haven't played as up to their their capability. I mean, the, the kid at shorts now, the the kid from uh, 
uh, Kansas. Boy. Yeah, he, he's starting to turn it around. They got some guys that could swing the bat. They're starting to come through. And their pitching is always their pitching. They got Burns now in the bullpen mm-hmm. who's anchoring it in the back end. So they've kind of found something there. And all right, let's let's think about this. Florida, um, Arkansas, Vandy, and Tennessee all have been swept within the last two weeks, and they're all still ranked in the in the top eight. Yep. So what does that tell you? Yeah, I saw Florida only dropped. Uh, I think in D one, Jeff, they only dropped in one spot. Yeah. And After getting Carolina swept. Yeah. But listen, you're playing the six ranked team in the country at yeah. their place. At they their place. Lost one time all year. Right. Right. So I I think that's where Nick. You can't freak out. It's 56 no. games. It's a long season. Well, every- I mean, We see week after week when we're doing a game on a Tuesday night, all of a sudden Tennessee Tech is beaten badly. Somebody good. Te- no, well, they were they were trouncing Tennessee. Yeah. They, so, they 10-run ruled them. So I think uh, you, you just – you have to understand that every weekend is different in, in sports. And I don't know if you, you believe in this or not. I think you, you want to win the SEC, certainly. Yeah. But for where Se- Kevin O'Sullivan is, the amount of times he's been to Omaha and winning a national title, they want to get back there. And I think more than anything, that's what they care about. They Look. want to host a regional and super regional, but more than anything, get to Omaha once again because it's been four yeah, years. Yeah, the, the, goal, the goal is to, to be there where you need one out to win you know, the, the College World Series. And, and that's the goal. However you get there. And how many times have we seen in the SEC tournament guys, t- teams tanking it because they want to go home and save their pitch and don't want to. I remember when Smoke Laval was coaching at LSU and I was doing the uh, the, the tournament, um, I think it was CSS at the time, and Smoke, I said, Smoke, tell me about this guy you're throwing tonight. Oh, Nick, you're going to love him. Left-hander, throws really guys to smoke. He's thrown three innings this year. It's the <laughs> SEC. T- Nick, you're going to love him. And that was his way of saying, you know what? We want to. We don't care really what happens here. We know we're going to host all the way through. And and we want to get back and, and not exhaust all our pitchers or have guys possibly get hurt. And it was, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, that's kind of a smart play if yeah, you think that's about it. Lopes was. Yeah. Yeah. No, remember that uh, in 96. Well, you weren't there in, in 96, Jeff, but they uh, they get to the final. They only got to beat Alabama once. Alabama has to beat them twice. And I go, who are you throwing? He goes, well, we get Josh Fogg. I go, Josh Fogg stinks. At the time, he did. As a yeah, freshman, he was, he was awful. He was terrible. And then if we have to, we'll throw Chuck Nolan. And I'm like, who is Chuck Nolan? I don't even know. Chuck Nolan. I don't even remember. I didn't even know he was on the team, and yeah. uh, I ended up getting him an indie job somewhere. Did you? Yeah, he was really? a big guy. Yeah, he could throw throw decent. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. didn't that day. They they <laughs> lost both games. Well, we we um yeah we were starting Stu McFarlane in That's Stu McFarlane right. in the SEC tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Jacob Roll. I mean, he, Jacob he, Roll. He, he didn't care about baseball enough. He wanted to just go be a frat dude. Well, you got to think about it. The following week, you're going right into regionals, and and you got to keep your guys on a pitch count. You're not going to have a guy go out there and throw a lot of pitches in the SEC tournament, and maybe something happens to him, and you know it's like, oh, not, now he's no good for the regionals or supers, you know. So it, yeah, it's 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 a delicate thing for for the coaches when they go out. Now now the the teams obviously that that go at it, you know. The best are the teams that are trying to qualify and get their RPI enough to where they get, you know, uh, yeah, an invite into the tournament. As but that that's that's what you're facing when you go there. It's 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 very tricky. What did Ole tournament. Miss do in the tournament last year, the SEC tournament? 
Good question. Yeah. Because oh. I know they finished like well under 500 in the league. I, I can't remember though. It's, it was certainly unremarkable. And yeah. of course, well, it all they got sent out. to you, Miami, obviously. They went to Coral Gables. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's almost like a, another TV show. I think like Arizona, I, Arizona was there too in Miami. Yeah. And I forgot who the other team, maybe all, Columbia. <laughs> everything is a TV like, show know. that we, that's what we see. It's like, Here's what we're going to display for you. But that's what the SEC baseball term has become. Here's a TV show. People are going to come. They're going to go to the game. But it eh, it only matters when you get to the title game. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's fun when you get to the title game and you, you can go ahead and, you know, pose for the pictures. And I guess some teams get rings if you win the tournament. But and, and, and obviously that tournament is always more exciting when Alabama and Auburn are in it because yeah. they're <laughs> right down the street and they just flock to it. And it's, it's a lot – makes it more fun for for everybody just like when they have the acc tournament and duke and north carolina and nc state are in it and it, it just makes that whole tournament. where was the tournament exciting. when you played um okay so back then it was they they, they would it, well for us it was at oxford and it was at swayze field and what they had to do is i don't know why they picked ole miss to to host it i, I, I they, there were four teams that were in it um it was us uh, Vandy, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. Mississippi State had an outfielder by the name of Nat Showalter. Oh, I remember him, yeah. Remember Nat? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I think he's coaching a team in New York now. <laughs> but that's what he was known as. He wasn't Buck then. It was pre-Buck. He was Nat. Yeah. And and we go to Swayze Field in Oxford. Never been there. Jake Gibbs is their coach, right? And I actually went up to him and I said, uh, Coach Gibbs, uh, I saw you hit two home runs in one game in, in Yankee Stadium, which he definitely remembered because he didn't do it that many times in his career, if he did it at all more than once. But uh, but to 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 make the, make the, the stadium, um, I guess, tournament worthy, they had to put a chain link fence around the outfield, wow. portable. And I'm like, they didn't have a ch- – because we didn't play them. They were in the other division. And, and I'm like – it, this this is how they made it. This they don't have a fence at, at Swayze Field in Oxford. I guess they didn't, and that's wow. a place where Don Kessinger and all those guys played back in the day. Jake Gibbs, of course. Yeah. So well, to answer your question, it was Oxford. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we got to let you go, and we'll uh, we'll come back and um, finish up with the tailgate. Uh, Jeff, uh, your favorite callers getting ready to be on in the next segment so just so you know that um but yeah it's uh it's great talking to you again nick i don't see you anymore in the press box because i i usually sit. you don't come down yeah you don't come up here i sit out in the stands when i go i i don't have to write about it so you're big league in this no i'm not big league and you people are giving me nice tickets that i could drink free beer with so i it's great (laughs) okay it's all about the freebies and speaking of which they're giving out shirts tonight to have a K on it, and underneath it says "see ya" with an exclamation point. Oh, are you getting a residual for that? Jeff? You got to get something for that, Jeff. I know. I know. Be nice. All right, guys. Did you patent it? No, I should have. You should have uh, <laughs> Pat Riley did. It. I, had that, <laughs> I had that TikTok video get seven million. Views I know. Too and didn't get nothing. So What's you're like on? a legend, but only in the things that can't make you any money. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right, we got to get a break. We'll come Thanks, back. Nick. With more, yes, thank you very much, Dick. Always great. Uh-huh. We could have you on every day, and it'd be fine. Now, or instead of Cardozo, we could do that. But uh, <laughs> right now, we'll just take a break. We'll come back with more of Jeff Cardozo here for the rest of this hour. And we may have a full second hour because it doesn't look good out there right now, to be honest with you. We'll be back with more 
of the tailgate here on ESPN WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in, and you don't have to do a thing. They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Seabreeze thunderstorms will continue impacting parts of our area, especially inland and west, well into the evening. In all other areas, partly cloudy skies turning mostly clear tonight. Tomorrow morning, low temperatures mild in the mid to lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, a mixture of sun and clouds yet again with another chance for scattered downpours and thunderstorms. A few storms tomorrow could get gusty. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, 
Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. People want to grab a hot take, whether it's true or not. But when you say he goes to the Manning Passing Academy, I don't care. No, you know, he didn't show up for the Manning Passing Academy. And then you hear because yeah, the re- they would be like, that's not a way a franchise quarterback should conduct himself. <laughs> the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Uh, all right, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley in studio. Jeff Cardoza might as well be in studio because it looks nasty out there. It's getting no, dark. It's, yeah, it's going to be a – we've just been told it's going to be really quick. They just put, oh, put it out there. Right, go was, right through. Yeah, yeah, go right through and Good. still still potentially start on time. So hopefully well, that's the case. Cool. Very cool. Um, I did want to uh, mention this, that Trinity Thomas has just been announced the winner again of the Honda Award which is a huge thing. And remember, Trinity, when she, she did the video where she came in, she pointed to it on the wall when they put it up there when she won it the first time. That was what her goal was, was to win that award. It was a big deal, and she won it again. Not not a big surprise, but the year she had, I mean, it was uh, a lot of fun to watch. And I don't know, Jeff, how much did you talk about Gator Golf yesterday? Any? Yeah, we did. No, it, it was great to see, and uh, uh, watch it. Did you JC. watch it? I, I, yeah, I think we need to get him on this yeah, week to we do. Uh, yeah. highlight him because, I mean, he's such a great individual, I think, yep. as you know, but I think everybody else needs to know just the, the hard work and everything that he put into it. The kids absolutely love him, and, and I was able to watch on Sunday because, you know, obviously we didn't have a game, so it was, it was nice to watch it down the stretch and cheer him on. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was kind of weird because I was um, – I was trying to look something up about what they were doing and where they were, and and I knew they had won, but I didn't know who when they were playing. I go, and they said it's on the SEC Network right now if you want to watch it. And I go, oh crap! Yeah. <laughs> so I watched it there, and then I got too nervous, and I I said I'm going to the golf course. So I went out to Ironwood and watched the end of it there, and I'm I'm the only person in the bar screaming and yelling when they won. But yeah, you, and you hit it right on the head. JC is such a great guy, and. Uh, Dudley Hart, of course, has made a huge difference, I think. Kind of taking them over the edge. Like, J.C. got them right to the edge, and Dudley kind of takes them one, one, one more made putt over the edge because he's a great uh, short game coach, and he, I, I maybe can get him to work with me a little bit. It would be needed. <laughs> it, it is very needed. Uh, let's go to the phones, and uh, Tennessee Mike's on the line. Jeff, how are you, Tennessee Mike? <laughs> hey, guys, my ears are burning a little bit today. Uh, usually like to call second hour, but i got a dinner engagement tonight, so it works out. Nice. Hey, uh, f- first off, Jeff, I want to give you a thank you. Thanks for turning me on to that softball last night. I generally don't follow uh, women's softball, but looks like my corn-fed chicks cranked up the rocky top and got the brooms out. Thanks for turning me on to that. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, softball is kind. I kind of enjoy it, looking at it a little bit, and those pretty fast, uh, pretty entertaining deal. 
Yeah, well, that that's one reason I've always loved covering softball. It's like two hours and it's over. But now, I mean, the way people are scoring runs, they're a little bit longer. But, yeah, I mean, it, I look, some of my favorite trips have been to uh, Oklahoma City, believe me. Hey, guys, wanted to uh, correct the record there, revise and extend my remarks on the draft there. Uh, uh, Jeff, I think you kind of misstated me a little bit there. But um, And one thing on the news today, have y'all seen this deal about the crowd control debate coming out of the New Orleans paper? Well, wait a minute. Go back to correcting your the mistake yeah, that I'm, Jeff I'm going, made. I'm going to. I'm going to. But have y'all seen this thing about the crowd control coming out of the New Orleans paper? No, I saw it three days ago and uh, when it was okay. released. Yeah. Okay, well, first off, going back to the draft, first off, guys, I really like the NFL. I look at it as the mid-late uh, spring, early summer football fix. You know, you're watching whatever's current, NBA or college, something or another, but you've always got ESPN2 on that flip over, you know, drink a few beers, throw your NFL gear on. It's kind of a great football fix. These are, they're showing a lot of college highlights. You go back, oh, man, remember that play? Boy, we look, we look bad on that drive. You Don't you love it when your team's on the bad bad side of one of those highlight reels? I don't watch the draft. Oh, you don't watch it? Well, I love the draft. What about you, Jeff? I know you're a baseball guy. Do you look no, at I, it? I, I do enjoy it. Uh, I'm not sit there and glued to it, and it's a must-watch television. But I want to. I got to follow it. I certainly. turn on about an hour into it to see who went in the first three picks. That's what. I, that's what I do. Oh, oh you know, me, me neither. I, I kind of <laughs> watch the first round and then just kind of flip it, you know, during commercials the rest. But I, if you like the NFL, I think it's a good football fix. But we were uh, kind of stumbling in yesterday, Jeff. Uh, I, the way I asked you the question was, how would you skin if you were a GM? How would you do the first four picks? And the way I said was was uh the bama dude levis the ohio state guy and i guess they are and i generally meant just brought it on what's the safest picks i believe the way the conversation went down i never once said that ar is going to fall in the draft i have no idea where he's going to land yeah but i mean you obviously still brought up the thing you've always been bringing up and i just don't think that has any relevance in if he falls or not the, re- the reason he would fall was because of the accuracy well you know uh, Jeff, his inability to would... do anything it's not a not a character issue whatsoever mm-hmm. Yeah, the well, six dis- and seven record, well, dis- too. Well, I disagree with you on that, but, you know, these uh, teams do huge background checks on and, all and, these guys. And, and, Mike, as much as you, you, you read the Internet, because you talk about it all the time, go read articles and and see how much people actually have really loved what Anthony Richardson has right, done. Right, no, right. No, what I'm sitting here saying is the way what the conversation was yesterday on the show was if you were a GM and it was your job and your family and you know and all your business reputation, who would you take? Who's the safest play? And that's the way I asked it to you. And Did you ever answer that question, Jeff? How would you do it again? Would you draft AR before uh, in the top two picks? No, I would no, not. I but that's not, it has nothing to do with his character. It has to do with the, we we watched him play. We watched him play every hey, minute guys. of every game. And hey, guys, we when, um, weren't when impressed. Hernandez, when Hernandez got drafted, where, where did Aaron Hernandez go again? Uh, third round, I think. Okay. okay. I'm sure that everything we heard, there were rumbles around town down there, but it seems like Nashley was kept pretty quiet. Did, was there anything that ever came out on Hernandez before the draft? Like, what, he walked out of a bar, didn't pay his nope. tab? Nope. It was what, pretty I, quiet. I, I thing we heard. Pretty quiet. I was I was at the combine with Aaron Hernandez. I was there, and I, I yeah. can tell you, this is the national media. This is the most scrutinizing media in the world, the NFL media. And I was there and went, uh, went to his whole interview process with him, and not yeah. one question came I, up. Yeah, I think one of the story though that hit about how he got dragged out of a bar by Tebow for not paying his tab and punched him. Uh, punched there him is a story like that. It's not accurate, but he did punch a guy, yeah. and he. Uh, 
you know, but he wasn't dragged out of the bar, but he he uh, was at the swamp. I know right where it was. I know the story. Yeah. Well, we're going back to the basics. But, the, but don't let the facts get in the way. Never no, get no, to no, let the, the facts no, get in no, the no, way. No, no, the, 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 no, the facts are all these teams do extensive background checks on all these dudes. And probably the most famous one of all time, of course, would be Laramie Tunsil in the gas mask. Y'all remember that one? Yeah. Very well, they didn't well. have to do any research. It was just <laughs> it was on it Twitter. Was on video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I believe who's at the Incandice dude from Ole Miss jumped out of a plate glass window or something like that. But uh, you know, yeah, generally yeah, speaking, whatever. Um, you know, business being business, ask any business owner before you spend thirty million dollars or something. You're probably going to do a background check. So there's that. But hey, one thing for you guys on this uh, crowd control coming out, Pat. I got a solution for you on crowd control. I've heard both sides of the argument on fans rushing the field. You're generally anti that, right? I already gave Greg Sankey the answer uh, two and a half years ago, and now it's being discussed, and I'm glad it is finally being discussed. But I, well, I, I know the answer. I know how to stop it. It is very well, easy to stop. Okay, where are you on rushing the field? I, I'm assuming that means you don't like it. I hate it. I, I, I've, been on, I've been on the field trying to do my job and almost gotten killed. So uh, well, I hate well, what it. About you, Jeff? Where are you on it, Jeff? Um, I'm not as negative on it. I, I mean, to me, it's it's fun. I don't I don't know if it's necessarily needed. I was down there interviewing Napier when Florida State rushed the field at the end of last year, and the cops were right there. They pushed a couple of guys out of the way and made sure that he was okay and everything was fine. I mean, obviously, it can turn into bad stuff, but um, I, I'm I'm not really one way or the other. I don't I'm think not, you should yeah, ever be allowed to take a goalpost down. Well, well, I've heard both it's property sides, damage. Both sides, yeah, both sides make sense to me. But what's your solution, Pat? I'd like to offer mine. And I'll my solution is what what they're apparently talking about, which is you lose a home game. So if if Florida, let's say, uh, is playing Mississippi and and Florida rushes the field after they beat somebody, you could and, and maybe they're playing Mississippi the next year and they're supposed to play them at home. You have to go on the road, and I, I think that is the only way to make. All you have to do is make people enforce the law that's all you have to do it's okay, very okay, simple well, I, I, okay i've got a better solution than yours pat but have, have you noticed in this latest round apparently alabama and um, kentucky barnhart and greg Barnard are pushing this this latest go round uh i can see why alabama would i don't know why kentucky would yeah, yeah. well, well maybe for basketball it, yeah I, yeah wonder who gets wonder who gets the court stormed on it more than kentucky and alabama just kind of interesting i don't to win yeah alabama we, i don't remember a lot of court storming with kentucky i no, think I'm you not, expect well, to beat them now football. no no football and bank with bama basketball with kentucky but i've got a much better solution pat let me throw you mine um okay you know like when you go to a concert let's say you go to tampa or orlando or somewhere you see a concert you know how they got all the private security staff it's usually some dude in a black polo with, with like staff on the back yeah is that private what you security. do you know you know what i'm saying right like i'm sure even these universities they contract out to private security firms yeah. like if you go to a concert i'm sure the nfl probably has a private security firm they deal with why not just tell the sec hey you know sec you control these games you hire the staff for every venue. You consult with the local cops. You're in charge. Take it out of the school's domain. You hire the security. You're in charge. You consult with the local police department. And if something goes wrong, don't blame the schools. Blame yourself. But what? So what is going to be the penalty if it goes wrong? Maybe maybe Sankey needs to fire himself. 
In other words, <laughs> in other words, in other words, quit blaming the schools if you're so worried about it. If you're if you're so worried about it, do like the NFL does. Hire your own private security. You control the venue. You control the event. You you consult directly with the local cops. If there's a problem, don't blame the school. Blame yourself. Quit you mean like Florida yourself. does? Yeah. No, no. In other words, you take it out of the school. You hire, the SEC controls the game. They hired the private security. They consult directly with the cops. The, the home school is completely out of it. If the fans rush to school, it's your damn fault. It's not the school's fault. Find okay. yourself. All right. See you guys. I, that makes no sense, does it, Jeff? No, it does not. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what you're doing. Anyway, we got to get a break. I know that. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back, finish up with Jeff, and then he will uh, cover the – we'll talk about Florida – Versus UNF tonight as the Gators try to get back on the winning trail. You're listening to The Tailgate on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Miguel Molina. The number four Florida baseball team will host UNF tonight. Florida has won six straight matchups against the Ospreys and will look to extend their streak to seven tonight. Coverage starts right here at 555. In Gator softball, the team will travel to take on FSU tomorrow night. Florida will look to get revenge against the Seminoles after FSU swept them in both games last season. The Gators will look to their season run leader Skyler Wallace to step up to the plate tomorrow night against the Seminoles. In the MLB, Tampa Bay will host Houston tonight at 6.40. The Rays are the first team to reach 20 wins after an 8-3 win against the Astros last night. Tampa will look to continue their six-game win streak tonight against Houston. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Miguel Molina. ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond, IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the 
value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Well for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guardian yournestegg.com. Allen Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or a license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back. We only have a couple minutes left in the uh, first hour. Let's get Jake real quick before we... Uh, get out of here and let Jeff go. Jake, what's going on? Wow, I like that music you were playing. Because yeah, it was good. You may, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Someday I hope you'll uh, join us. <laughs> so we got a game tonight? Or is it raining out? Where are we at on this thing? Jeff yeah, is the raining. answer there, yeah. Yeah, tarp, tarp's out, um, but they are saying the, the storm's going to move through hopefully pretty quickly, although it's lingering a little bit. Uh, the plan is to obviously play and get it in. There's there's nothing behind it. It just sort of came out of nowhere, popped up, and we'll see what happens. But, yeah, we'll play tonight. And I heard that who, – who are they tossing, Jeff? Uh, the same freshman that they've been using a lot, Yoel Tejeda Jr. Tejeda. Is he, he's pretty good, right? Yeah, he's, he's all right. Um, he needs to work on his breaking ball a little bit more. Uh, fastball command's been spotty. But the last couple of times he's been out there, he's – been much better than early on in the season. I think he, you know, he's a guy. Eventually, he, he's big. He's six six, so a lot of uh, oh, lot wow. of leverage. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head, Jeff, when you said eventually. I think they yeah. they are, they're planning on him being a factor next year. Yep. He, he's a right hander. He is. He throws right. Just got and, his first uh, first win last week, but he's got more walks than strikeouts. That's what he's got to get better than. Oh wow! Wow. And Cags has got what now twenty four home runs. 
23. Okay. Well, maybe he'll hit number 24 tonight then. That'd be nice. So, That'd be, uh, he's only Gators. three away from the school record. Jake, appreciate the right. call. Thank you. Yep. You guys be safe. Take care. All right. Uh, Jeff, quickly, uh, eight-second scouting report on UNF. Uh, TP coming back to town, and uh, their pitching coach, the guy that I've coached with a long time at uh, Gator Ball. So they'll be all right. They can't pitch too well. They're throwing a guy that's got a 9 ERA, so Gator should score a lot of runs tonight and hopefully get back on track for this weekend. Yeah, he could uh, probably pitch for Florida softball team. Oh, dang. That was that was vicious to let it go. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you tomorrow back in studio, Jeff. Thanks a lot. Appreciate Sounds it. Good. All right. The great Jeff Cardoza joining us as he always does. Uh, we got to get out of here and we'll be back. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. On the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studio. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Your joints are talking to you, right? They're saying, hey, something's not right. You didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two, but it's not going away. Football legend Emmett Smith knows you've got to listen to your body. Never ignore what it's telling you. And when it sends pain signals, don't wait. Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics. Yeah, they are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They found a better, natural way to relief using your body's own healing properties that you were born with. And it takes place same day, right in the office during your appointment. No surgeries and no downtime. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead of it. Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. 
With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it Go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, uh, we are back. I am back here. Jeff is uh, prepping for the game, and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, they may start on time, they may not. If, if we have to go a full hour, no problem there. And don't cut it 10 minutes short. It's fine with me. I've got a lot to say. I've been off for five days. And um, I, it's kind of weird because last night, my daughter and a friend of hers, Emma, decided she. Kelsey, for some reason, has gotten into hockey, gotten into the Lightning. I've never been a hockey guy. My team was the Rangers, but it was only because a friend of mine was a Rangers fan uh, that I worked with at the time, Jim, good guy, Ken Gladstone. Um, and I said, I got to find, I got to root for somebody, I'll root for them. And of course, I started rooting for them, and then they won the Stanley Cup finally. Uh, and what was that, 93, 94, somewhere around there? I don't know when it was. Anyway, the point being, uh, may have been earlier than that. Um, I, I just don't. I, I I'm not anti-lightning. I'm not pro-lightning. I know we carry the games, but I'm not a big hockey guy. I, I, the sport is hard for me to follow sometimes. I'm not familiar with it. But my daughter's again because she is a huge sports fan. I can't imagine why. So she goes to the game. She gets student. T- they have some kind of student ticket deal. I think they got in for forty bucks. Uh, but she goes to the game, and they're up four one. And I'm like, I'm watching the game. I, I I haven't watched one of their games all year. I'm watching the game. I actually called somebody that I knew was a big Lightning fan down there and said, Hey, look out for her. And, you know. But I'm watching the game, and I'm like, Ah, oh, this is great. They're up four one. And of course. What what was the theme of the last few days around here, around where I live, they blew it. And they lose that game, and they're probably done, and I feel bad. She went all the way down. And that, and that goes back to why I think it's harder and harder to get people to go to games because you got to have positive things happen. It, you, you have to have a lot of positive things, and this goes to the point of a – a story that my friend Adam Dubbin did, uh, but he, go, he was just a messenger reporting what uh, a website had. I, I don't even know. It's like I, I don't even know the name of the website or what, where they got their research. 
And they were listing, and he was just reporting on it, on Gators Wire, which I write for Gators Wire, too, and Adam's a really good guy. It's not his fault. Uh, but they were listing the um, fan bases where that have had the most decline. And Florida was, I think, number six. And, again, all the ones that were on the top were teams that have been struggling lately. And Florida certainly is one of those teams. Yeah. Those same fans that have said, I'm done with the Gators. I'm through with them. I can't watch them anymore. I'm divorcing them. They start winning. They'll be right back there with their orange and blue on. Maybe that's why I'm wearing a Gators baseball hat and a Gator basketball T-shirt today. No, Nothing else makes any sense. But my point is, this is where Florida is right now. And this is not – like, I, I know that we all say this um, – Napier's got to get them out of this funk, and we also know it's not going to happen right away. We, I mean, anybody who's got any common sense and knows anything about college football knows it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. Um, they're they're gutting the roster, like Deion Sanders did at Colorado and is at Colorado, where they've had 42 people get in the transfer portal and brought in 29. They basically said, eh, we don't like this roster. We're going to come up with a new one. Look, I don't know whether this experiment with Dion is going to work. We know that if it works, it will only propel him to a better job than Colorado. Colorado's a lovely job if you like to live somewhere. <laughs> uh, Boulder is a beautiful city. You, If you watched any of their spring game, you saw – that it was actually flurries of snow. It wasn't snowing, but it was flurries of snow. Ah, that's the kind of spring game I want to be at. Packed, packed crowd, only see 45 grand. So, you know, it's not hard to fill it up. Florida had 42 announced. Might have been, not been a, may not have been 42,000 there, and there may not have been 45,000 at Colorado's game. But the point is... Um, He's going to take a better job if he's successful. It's a it's a grand experiment, and he's coming in. He's going. Here's the way we're going to do it, and we're gonna we're gonna get rid of everybody. And we're gonna start all over again, and we're gonna be great. But have you looked at their schedule? It is not conducive to great, and that's hard to do in the Pac-10. It's hard to be in that situation. Like we've talked a lot. We talked about it. I I want to go back to. Uh, gosh, I think it was, um, I think it was like right after Georgia won the national title, which nobody liked except Georgia fans. But I think it goes all the way back to that when we started talking about how we looked at that, their schedule for next year and we went, oh crap, it's going to be a three-peat because they don't play Anybody. And they don't. They, they've got nobody on their schedule that scares them. And that includes the University of Florida. Remember the days when F- Florida dominated them? Nah. We all know that that's changed. It's a different world now. And Florida's got to get that resolved. They've got to figure this out and, and make it better. But 
I mean, Georgia plays nobody. Then I look at – then I was listening to somebody because I listened to a lot of sports talk radio over the week that I was out. I wasn't a full week. It was only five days. And two of them were weekend days. So I wasn't that – I wasn't out that long. Then somebody was talking about Notre Dame. And they were talking about, again, Sam Hartman being there. In fact, their backup, who he was competing with, uh, jumped in the portal today. I don't know if he's any good. Tyler Buckner, I think his name is. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with He was a starter early in the year when they were bad, but I don't know. Again, I'm, I'll be curious to see who Florida pulls in the transfer portal in terms of getting another quarterback. They've said they're going to do that, but there's not going to be a lot of, like the answer is not out there. Let's put it that way. I don't, I don't believe. But they were talking about, um, and I'm a big Sam Hartman fan. If, if you guys listen to the show, you know that when the season went from the end of the season to uh, let's talk transfer portal, one that was one of the big names out there, and I I was very high on getting him. I hope Florida would. I don't know if they couldn't afford him. Again, Florida's NIL was a mess. We all know that. I think it set back the program. My, it's just my opinion, and I don't know much about it. I only know what I've read, what I've heard. But I think the NIL thing set, is one reason why Florida is in year one now. It, last year, uh, I think uh, I think it was uh, it was either Andy Staples or Chris Storing. I was listening to their their show, and they were talking about how Florida was really in year zero. And I said, man, that is exactly right. They were in year zero last year. They they had to figure out what they had, figure out who wanted to play hard, figure out who wanted to be around the program, get rid of the ones that didn't, bring keep the ones who want, recruit the heck out of things, bring in transfer portal. There was a whole build a uh, walk on program that wasn't existent, uh, get the strength coach in in so he could do things the right way. It was amazing what they had to deal with just to get to week year one, which is where they are right now in year one. But I think that was part of it. Part of the problem was I don't think NIL was where they needed it to be. And we all know what happened with the Rashada thing, which is a total gigantic mess. Anyway, I did. let me get back to the original point I was making. So they were talking about Notre Dame, and I was like, man, I love Sam Hartman. I think he's a really good quarterback. I like the players they have on this team. You know, just you know, guys. Again, a lot of it's guys you've heard of. That's why I always say the first-team offensive linemen are always guys you've heard of. You know why? Because the writers who are picking the team have heard of them. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Martez Ivy. Yeah. Yeah, Martez Ivy's been there forever. He's really good. Maybe he's not that good. Anyway, that's a total another uh, tangent on that. My point being that as they were talking about that and then they started talking about who Notre Dame had to play, and I'm like, uh. And I used to do this. When I was an AP voter, I would look at your schedule before I I did your preseason poll because if you weren't going to be good, I didn't want to be wrong. If you were going to end up 8-4, I wasn't going to pick you second in the country because if I looked at your schedule, I went, there's no way they're surviving that. And that's what Notre Dame has. It's a brutal schedule, and I'm personally happy to see it. But 
but that goes back, and that goes back to how Georgia's schedule is so easy. Colorado's schedule, because Colorado is the talk of the college football world right now for multiple reasons, whether it's because they had this spring game, they brought in all the their best announcers. Fowler was doing it. Of course, Fowler's a Colorado alum. Um, they had, uh Sideline reporter, they had everything. They had, they, had, they had their best producer on it. It was their showcase event on Saturday. For a team that won 1-11 last year. 1-11. And, and the reason they went 1-11 was not just coaching. A lot of it was they don't have good players. And again, they've been through that. Yeah, let's get a coach. We got a coach, Mel Tucker. He's really good. Uh, we're going to lose him. Now let's get another coach, and we're going to we're going to fire. And Deion Sanders will not be there long, one way or another. I I, I believe that. But when you look at their schedule, they open up at TCU, which played for the national title last year. Now I know that they've lost some guys, and um, but I I think Sonny Dykes is a really good coach. I think then they go. They, then they play Nebraska at home. Now, Nebraska with a new coach and Matt Rule, and we all know uh, well, you, they've done a lot, a great job with the portal too. Uh, third, fourth game of the year, they got to go to Oregon. And then they play USC. And then they get to play Jaden Rashad in Arizona State. So that's their five of their first six games. They got Colorado State in the middle, which is a rivalry game. So it's not going to be good, quick, easy fix for Deion Sanders out there, and it probably won't go well. If he can get him into a bowl game, he's going to—he's also going to shoot up that, um, you know, the the opposite of what's the opposite of the hot seat, the the cool seat, where everybody's going to want to hire him, and the first coach, the the first um, you you could see guys right away if he's successful be in trouble with their jobs just because they want to say hey let's make sure if we we want to go get Dion and this guy's not getting the job done let's be the first in line so that is going to be a a dynamic that is going to be dominant but not dominant you know what I mean like it'll be dominant early it was dominant in the spring uh, storyline and it will eventually fade away and because I think they're going to lose a lot of those games. And then it may come back, and we'll see what happens. But it's just interesting. Um, and I don't know how Gator fans feel about this. I'm interested to hear from you because the phone lines are open at 392-8255 here on the tailgate. But I'm just curious what you think when you hear people say things like, the Florida fan base is one of the is one that has fallen off that much. We we I remember just going back to our last show before I took a break. We had callers calling in saying, "Man, I don't want to watch them. I'm sick of. Them. I don't want to watch them. I'm tired of them." Well, does that mean you're you've fallen off the fan base? I don't know. I I think it means that you're mad, you're angry, you want it to get better. Doesn't mean you quit being a Gator. If you're, if you quit being a Gator, you were never a Gator, because either you're a Gator for life or you're not. 
And I know that I've, I've been around people that are really discouraged. But let me tell you what, when it gets going again, they'll be the first ones jumping on that bandwagon. Like Jeremy Foley used to say, don't sprain your ankle jumping off it. I may not be able to get back on. Anyway, just my thoughts. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about I – w- I do want to talk about the changes. I don't know how much Jeff and uh, PG yesterday talked about the changes they're making in college football and what it means. Uh, but I, I do want to talk about <coughs> – excuse me – about that. i got to take a break because I'm choking. Uh, you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Rory McDermott. Gators baseball takes on North Florida this evening. The number four Gators are hoping to right the ship after being swept by South Carolina this past weekend. Make sure to catch coverage of the game right here at 5.55. Tomorrow, Gator softball faces rival FSU. The Gators were just swept by Tennessee and will look to pick up a win before they host a series against Ole Miss this weekend. In MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays host the Houston Astros tonight. The Rays are in pursuit of their 15th straight home win. Right-hander Drew Rasmussen will get the start for them. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Rory McDermott. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs) All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things you'll look amazing in and you don't have to do a thing. 
They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. Nobody likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley uh, going solo the last hour, and we'll go a full hour because baseball, we got some rain. I didn't know it could rain in this town. I mean, it, it's been unbelievable. I hope it's raining at my yard and at Ironwood Golf Course and all the golf courses around Gainesville uh, that are uh, dealing with it. I mean, it's just been unbelievable drought lately. Uh, it's supposed to rain a lot this week, so this may be a good sign. And it's fine with me. I know I'm playing in a tournament Saturday out at Ironwood that Jeff is putting on, and look forward to that. Hopefully. That will be dry. Um, but anyway, um, I did want to uh, – Nick Belmonte sent me another text. We had Nick Belmonte on the show a little bit earlier when, when Jeff was on. We were t- I brought up the Smothers Brothers because I watched this documentary on them two nights ago, I want to say. No, it might have been last night. I, I get confused. But if you did ever saw that show, and I'm, again, if you're under – 50, you probably never saw it, maybe under 60. But it was a big deal, and it was a huge show. And it, it, it it's a show that Bonanza was unbeatable. Nobody could be Bonanza. And all of a sudden they come up with this summer replacement show, Smothers Brothers, and it beat Bonanza and became a big uh, ratings hit and then started to fall off a little bit. They got very controversial, and it, it, it's just the world we live in. Today is not that different from the world we lived in back in the late 60s, um, where people would had a different opinion, and if you had a different opinion, you certainly were going to get in trouble, and people were going to get mad at you. 
and they were going to want not going to watch and they're going to boycott you kind of like what we live in today but um it was a it was a big deal in my house let me put it that way uh the smothers brothers you watch it and i i challenged nick if he could name two writers from that show and he got to he got steve martin and bob einstein if you don't know who bob einstein is maybe you did see him as super dave osborne who was a legend um Used to go on Letterman. Used to do, be on. Uh, he he had a his own specials and everything. It, it was the dumbest thing ever, but it was so funny. And so he got me kind of going. And I said, oh, you know, there's two shows I remember that I loved when I was growing up. Not not as a kid, but as an adult, as a younger adult. Younger would be less than fifty. One of them was called Not Necessarily the News. And I don't know if you, if any of you remember that show or watched it on HBO, and the other one was Fridays, which was the r- total ripoff of Saturday Night Live. Um, but I liked it because it was on Friday. I didn't have Saturday Night Live on Friday, so I could watch it it's before uh, you could tape all these things. Fridays had Michael Richards on, had Larry David on, had uh, I love Melanie Chartoff. She was the best. Uh, but anyway, so I, I, I said to, today I had about an hour to kill before we did the show. I did all this stuff with the, for the golf tournament. I'll talk about that later. And then I said, I got an hour to kill. Let me go. Cause in the world that we live in today, you've got Cox and I, I'm look, there's things Cox does things Cox does that I don't get, I'm get angry about. There's a lot of positives. One of them is you hit that blue button and you go, not necessarily the news. Next thing you know, you can watch it on YouTube or Hulu or I think this was on Pluto. What is Pluto TV? Do you know? No, but there's Pluto TV and apparently I have it. I've got everything, I think. So I watched about uh, half a show of that and then I, I said, well, let me go watch Fridays. I remember Fridays being so funny. And I watched about a half a show of that. They weren't that funny. <laughs> they just weren't. They were okay. There were some scenes I remember from my young adult life, but they weren't that good. It's hard to be funny. It really is. And I that's why I have a great af- affection for great comics and great comedy writers. And when you go back, you go look. I, I'll give you a good example. And it may not be a great example. Um, I really like to watch old Mike and Molly episodes, right? I laugh out loud. It's funny, funny show. This, the new show that they have, Bob Loves Abishola, I think it's called. Every once in a while, I'll flip it on. I go, hey, I want to watch that guy again. Of course, he's lost 800 pounds. But when I watch it, I go, this isn't funny. You know why? It's not that Billy was that funny. It's that the writing was that good. It's all about writing. It's always about the writing. Remember that. That's what the world is all about. Writing. If you write well, you're going to be funny. If you don't, you're not going to be funny. 
Let's get a couple of calls in. Let's see what Porter's got for us. What's up, Porter? Hey, um, I just wanted to follow up uh, with that. Yeah, certainly uh, uh, in NTN, not necessarily news was a, was a classic. There's there a lot of crossover between that and Second City TV, SCTV, uh, both both uh, you know ahead of their time and uh, trendsetters for sure. Um, you know, every you once in a while I, I go, I'll find an SCTV, and that the difference is SCTV is holds up. It's still funny. Right. It, 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 I mean, they weren't identical, but you know, I remember them as being so so similar in the time frame and so forth. Um, do you remember the the, the segment, um, the Sniglets by Rich Hall? Oh yeah, it was great. Words that were words that are for you know mostly younger kids won't understand. It's words that aren't that it be, and then he'd make up a word for something that everybody has experienced. And uh, they they had a segment where you, you send in um, your your Sniglet, and I I actually won. I was the the Sniglet of the week. I didn't get anything except a little signed plaque thing, but uh, my, my, my sniglet was isolanche, and that's when you're trying to get the last bit of a drink out of an ice filter, and you end up with a bunch of ice in your face. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah it, it, it's great. I'd love to see, you know, have some, that, that should stay. I think, I think the nice. word, I'd like to see. I think the word sniglets ended up in the dictionary. I don't think any oh, of the yeah, words they did ended up in there, but I know, I think the word sniglets ended up in the dictionary. It should. It should be. And I'd like to see someone re- re- revive that again because, you know, that'll stand the test of time. I mean, there's, there's the, the experience of, of having all of these things we've experienced, uh, and you know, it, well, that, that'll never end, you know. Obviously, the words, someone will get dated and people won't understand yeah. his, his, his descriptions of the type of typewriter, whether it was one that rolled around or whether it went side to side. Nobody would have any idea what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> but, um, you know, remember L acceleration, the mistaken notion that the more you press the button, the faster the elevator will arrive. <laughs> yeah, what was yeah, the, I, the one with the uh, the the thing, the residue you have after you eat Cheetos? Cheetle, Cheetle. Cheetle, yeah. Cheetle, <laughs> C-H-E-E-D-L-E. I remember a lot of those. I talk, talk about trivia and useless. I'm full of that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. I definitely brought back some memories there in NTS, in NTN is classic. All right, go Gators, be safe. All right, appreciate the call. We got to get a break. Ted, hold on, we'll get to you. We got another couple calls coming in. We'll get to those after the break, but we got to get a break, and uh, we will do that and uh, come back with uh, more. Whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about Gator baseball, if you want to talk about what happened up in Columbia, if you want to talk about how important it is that they do well this weekend, if you want to talk about uh, Gator softball and how they can't pitch. If you want to talk about the draft, if you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, we, we'll talk about anything you want. Pat Dooley going solo this last hour here on the tailgate on ESPN WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. 
Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Seabreeze thunderstorms will continue impacting parts of our area, especially inland and west, well into the evening. In all other areas, partly cloudy skies turning mostly clear tonight. Tomorrow morning, low temperatures mild in the mid to lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, a mixture of sun and clouds yet again with another chance for scattered downpours and thunderstorms. A few storms tomorrow could get gusty. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Me and my youngest son, so we just decided, hey, man, let's go just chill together. So we sitting out on the patio eating. And all of a sudden, I can see the lady coming. You know, my eyes go because it's a crowd of people, you know. But then I, as she get closer, she got the buggy, and there's a damn dog in there. It's like, oh, man, and this is why these dudes don't get off my back. People like that. No way. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio Okay, we are back here. Uh, two more segments to go in my comeback after being out for a few days. Um, appreciate uh, Jeff for doing a great job yesterday. Why couldn't be here? Uh, tonight's game is going to be delayed. Baseball, if you're wondering, UNF 
explored in UNF. Um, we've got actual, there's precip precipitation in the air. It's a miracle. But uh, we are getting some rain. So it, it's not going to be delayed long. There, it is blowing through, and it's going to blow through. So they'll, they'll be able to play. And if you want to go out to the ballpark, ballpark and see Florida play UNF, uh, I did mention this earlier. Trinity Thomas, the winner of back-to-back -back Hondo Awards, which is a big, big deal. Uh, proud of her. Uh, had her on the podcast last week, and she was just amazing, as she always is. She's so great. Uh, and I was thinking about this. I don't know who is m my more favorite, whether it's her or Bridget Sloan, because – Bridget Sloan, I loved not Bridget Sloan was great and Bridget Sloan had an edge. Trinity's great and just wants to be the best teammate she can be. Bridget wanted to beat your butt. She wanted you to lose. I'll never forget the press conference after they lost a regular season. I think she was a senior. And they lost a regular season uh match against um Meet, I should say, not match. Meet against uh, LSU. And it was a big deal. I think I don't think Florida had lost at home maybe since since she had been there. And she basically in the in the post game press conference said, "Big deal. You beat us in a regular season match. That ain't gonna do anything for you." And then they won the national championship. Florida did that year. Um, and I think she, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. She won three. Poor Trinity lost one to COVID and two to injury. Where she gonna want it? And then one on by a narrow margin. So yeah, like when it, we, we we talked about that last week about statues and everything like that. I don't know if you saw that uh, Oklahoma put up a statue to Kyler Murray because they do it for if you win the Heisman. That goes back to what I talked about last week, the power of the Heisman. It's not like any, any other power. The power of the Heisman is unique. They don't do commercials for other awards. They don't have a, uh, an MVP house, Heisman house. Let's go get Ted's call and see what he's got for us today. What's up, Ted? I mean, I, I'm all over the place, kind of like you are today, Pat. I, I, I am all over the place. You're right. <laughs> I came in with the notion of talking about comedy, but something struck me because I, uh, I was like thinking of topics. Loudest moment in, in Swamp history, but I, I have a question. What is the loudest part of the stadium? I guess because everyone is screaming. Is it like the epicenter of the 50-yard line? Is that like the loudest place in the Swamp when it's going nuts? It's hard for me to tell because where I am in the press box, because I'm down the, you know, when I'm in the press box, I'm down the road. You know, we're about the 10-yard line or so. So it's I always wonder what is – that's a great question that I don't know the answer to, but and somebody would have to literally be standing in the middle of the field to be able to answer that question correctly. I think it – I think there was a time when it definitely came from the student side – and that right side uh, where the students are congregated, the uh, south side. Uh, right. I'm not sure it is anymore. I think, I think, I think it may be the alumni side, which is opposite of what it is for basketball, where the right. uh, students are making the most noise. I think it may be the alumni side, like 50 yard line. Uh, 
Those are the people that paid the most for the tickets, so they're going to be the loudest. Yeah, maybe. But I was going to say, you know, I, so I was there for the Dwayne Thomas interception, and I was actually on the field at the time when that happened. That's the loudest it's ever been. But I was thinking about it. I was wondering, maybe that's the loudest I remember it, because a lot of people talk about the Moss, you know, the, the, the field goal block. Because I, I was there, too, but I was in the stands about 15 rows up, and I'm wondering if the further you descend, the louder it sounds. That, that's why the, the question came up. And that's why I still think the Dwayne Thomas interception against FSU is the loudest moment. You know what? You know what's interesting about that, and I, I don't disagree with you, but um, for the for the uh, Jarvis Moss block, I was still in the press box, uh, uh, and so I, I I know it was really loud. For the uh, Dwayne Thomas interception, it was like you hear uh, people say this all the time: uh, NFL quarterbacks, college quarterbacks. They go, you know, you you shut the crowd out, and it, it, when that happened, I w- I literally not consciously, but I shut the crowd out subconsciously. I was just like watching the moment and watching the players and watching Noah run out there and going, "I'm taking the rest of the snaps, Doug. I'm taking them all. I want to be able to, to celebrate and throw the ball up in the air." And uh, I, that's how I was. So I don't remember it being ridiculously loud although i know everybody who was there goes that's the loudest i heard it or they they argue about the 93 game or they argue like i i i i told i've told people this before the game against auburn a couple years ago here in in gainesville was the loudest sustained crowd i'd ever heard but again i was in the press box so i'm not a good judge of that so the Dwayne Thomas interception is the only time that I have ever had to cover my ears at a game. Um, yeah. So I blocked the crowd out too, but physically with my hands, it, it hurt. Yeah. That was the first time. It, it's the only time it ever hurt. That is that that was I I, I the Larry Kennedy one against Tennessee. Yeah, was really loud too. Um, there are a lot of a lot of ones they get yeah. really loud, but uh, yeah, yeah, right. Because I don't like I don't remember the crowd being ridiculously loud. On the heave to cleave, for example, I think people were stunned. They were just stunned. stunned. They're like, "I can't believe we won." That's a different noise than ah. (laughs) It is because it's not directed. You don't have your hands cupped screaming at the actual turf as it's happening. Because that's what's happening in those other instances we're mentioning. Um, Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot, Pat. Okay, appreciate the call, Ted. Great call. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to turn this into a last fifteen minutes of a. Give us your loudest crowd. We all know what the loudest crowds were. We know what you think the loudest crowds are. You know what you think the loudest crowd is. Because the bottom line is, you that was the loudest to you, and that's all that matters. Where you were sitting at that moment in time is, is how you're going to define what the loudest crowd was. You can't go based on what you saw on TV or what you heard on TV. It's where you were at that moment. So you may have been on the student side for the um, – the Auburn game, for example, but you may have been on the alumni side for another game and where it got crazy, the, 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 the you know, the, obviously the block field goal against South Carolina was one of the loudest. So who knows where, where, what the loudest crowds have ever been. I mean, I don't think they measure them. I know that there was, they made a big deal about, I think it was 88 when Auburn beat LSU. I think I'm getting this right uh, on a last second touchdown, and it, it was like a seven. It was like ten to seven. They beat them. 
Kind of like they beat Florida that year. Or that was 89. But everybody says that there was, it actually registered at the, uh, the, the uh, campus uh, earthquake center, you know, where they, they kept track of those things. It actually registered. That's how loud it was. Yeah, it's a great story. Doesn't mean it's true. All that matters is that it gets loud when it needs to be. You know what it matters? How loud it gets when the other team has the ball. That's the only thing that really matters. Right? Okay. All right. We got to get our last break in. We'll do that. Then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up. Anything, if you want to get a call in, talk about anything you want to talk about, or I could just talk about golf. Oh, that could be an incentive for you not to call or an incentive for you to call. Either way, I'm good with it. Let's uh, take a break and we'll come back with more of the tailgate here on ESPN WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. The number four Gators baseball team hosts North Florida tonight. Gators are looking to grab a win before their series against Missouri this weekend and are looking to bounce back after getting swept by South Carolina over the weekend. However, the game will not start on time due to inclement weather and a start time has yet to be provided. Also in Gator sports, Gators softball will be in Tallahassee tomorrow to take on Florida State. Gators are hoping to get back on track after being swept by Tennessee this past weekend. The Gators will return home this weekend for a series against Ole Miss as well. There's plenty of NBA playoff action tonight with three teams facing elimination. The Celtics, Nuggets, and Suns will all have a chance to win their series tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than Exceptional Dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. At International Diamond Center, their diamonds don't just sparkle. They come to life. The diamond doesn't smile at you. Don't buy it. The diamond's got to talk to you. 
IDC owner Keith LeClaire says the reason his diamonds have this magical quality is because every diamond at IDC has passed through the highest possible quality control standards and chosen for maximum beauty. You're seeing the brilliance and the scintillation. There's no obstruction in that diamond. There's no internal green. There's no clouds. An IDC diamond is better because, pure and simple, we put the time, the effort of selecting only the best. Every diamond is going to be handpicked by us. We're looking for nothing but the top, top, top percent. So there's never any cutting corners, no compromising, no settling for an okay diamond. Let's be critical. Let's pick the best and deliver the best we can. We do all the hard work in the beginning. Is that diamond you're about to buy just okay, or does it speak to you? Come to IDC and listen before you buy. Anybody that sees it on her hand, they're going to be on. Where'd you get that diamond? International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. On Deck with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell, Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. Just a few minutes left in the shoe, a rarely big shoe. Uh, good to be back in the saddle after a few days off for a variety of reasons, uh, but uh, glad to be back. Uh, spent a lot of time today working on the golf tournament with the great Christy Gibbons, who just is amazing from Stop Children's Cancer, and we – uh, it's like I go in there, I got, I, I had a list of questions of things I needed to work on with her and she always had an answer. She always does. And I appreciate her so much. Um, two weeks, a little two and a half weeks until the Bob Dooley Invitational for Stop Children's Cancer. And, um, that is Vandy week too. So we'll see how Florida does there. Uh, for some reason, Porter is called back. Let's see what he's got to now. Hopefully it's better than hey, the last I, one. Uh, well, I was going to call. I wanted to call back in because I was actually thinking about it when you when you were talking about it. I graduated in 1990, so sometime along in '89, I went over to wherever that seismograph machine was. My, my roommate it was going there, and went over, and they. I remember them showing us that the, the largest register at that point was the two point conversion a couple of years earlier against Auburn, and I'd be lying if I remembered the, the exact number. But I want to say that for instantaneously, just for that, you know second or whatever it registered it was almost a four but that was that could be totally wrong but that yeah. was whatever it was that was the loudest at that point and it was kind of cool you know to see it yeah you know, growing. anyway uh, that is not a rumor it, uh, it, is, it, it does exist i just i'd be lying if i told you the number okay and the loudest i remember was the uh the unfortunately was a bad play the third down in 10 to mark done that was just a, a deafening win and it, it got really quiet all right but, appreciate it porter bye later 
No, I, I, here's the thing about that game. I was not there. I was watching it on TV because I was working back in the old days from 87 to 94. I was sports editor of the Gainesville Sun, so I didn't go to a lot of games during that time. Um, I went to some. I went to Florida, Georgia a lot of times because I was had come from Jacksonville and it was important to me. And I went to I went to the FSU game in '91. I remember being there for that because it was an early game. I think that must have been a noon or a one o'clock game. Uh, but '93, I was not there. I was watching it on TV, and I couldn't believe Florida had come back because don't forget they were getting killed. And and Spurrier went for it on. I think it was fourth and twenty something at his own three, because if he doesn't get it, it doesn't matter. They're going to lose. And and Steve was all about winning and losing, not about what the score ended up being. Everybody thinks it was all about score. If he lost by forty or lost by four, it it meant the same to him. Now, if he won by forty, it was more fun than winning by four, and he won a lot of games by that much. In fact, I just did a thing recently for uh, Gators Wire, which we were talking about earlier, about uh, blowouts that we didn't see coming. And there were a lot of them under Spurrier. And I, I finally, at one point, I go, look, I've got 12 of these things. I think 10 of them are Spurrier games. I may need to manipulate it to get not all Spurrier games, but they were a lot of them were that way. But um, anyway, uh, I, I had a point, and now I totally forgot it. This is what happens when I'm by myself. Usually I can just bounce it off Jeff. But he'll be back tomorrow, and you'll be back as well, hopefully. Uh, but again, I, I, I think that um, we're sitting here, and this is going to be a, it's going to be an interesting. I don't want to say long. Oh, they're taking the tarp off the baseball field. That's good news. Um, but it's it's not going to be a pleasant summer for Florida football fans. I don't think. Because nobody is going to say, hey, you know who I think may surprise some people? And that's the Gators. Now, there there will be people who say that, but not anybody who's really, you know, I don't want to say smart, but I just want to say people that are not, like there will be some homers that will say that. I, I don't. I don't I don't see this being a great year by any means. I don't see it being I think six and six would be stretching it. And and I know I'm an I tend to be a naysayer. Jeff tends to be an optimist. That's why we balance out really well when we're both here. But now you're only gonna get the negative, which I just don't I don't like their situation at quarterback. I don't like their I don't think the roster is good enough to win a lot of games, and the schedule's really tough. But that's the thing. We're at a point now where Florida football, there's not a – there was a swagger about the Gators, as we all know, especially during the Spurrier era. He brought the swagger, and they, they became what he was. No excuses. We're gonna we're gonna win these games, and we're gonna we're gonna win them by a lot. And the and the players kind of took that on. And then under Urban, it was more we're gonna prepare, and we're gonna have better players than everybody. And they they were so successful. Just like I mentioned, I talked about Ron Zook the other day. 
Ron Zook won a lot of games in, in his almost three years here. Wasn't always pleasant, but they won a lot of games. There was still a little bit of swagger, and then it, the guys who won a lot of those games in 2002, three, and four were a lot of the guys who were here in 2005 and six and part of the national championship team. Not all of them, but obviously. But I think I did a story back then how 21 of the 22 starters were Ron Zook recruits. But then it all just kind of quit being the, – the swagger just went out. But I, I still believe this very much, and I, I know a lot of people don't agree with me on this. I think a lot of the reason is that not only did Florida get a little bit false cockiness, you know, whistling past the graveyard where they thought, hey, we're good because we're the Gators. No, you're not. You're good if you play like the Gators were during that time. But I don't think – and then I think there was also like we don't even have to do a whole lot. We're going to be fine. And it did not pay off. So, anyway. All right. We can talk about this more tomorrow. I started to get going on a uh, topic that probably deserves its own segment. And uh, Jeff will be back tomorrow, and I'll be in here as well. We appreciate your calls. We appreciate all of you for listening. I got a lot. I got several people that came up to me yesterday when I was around town and said, hey, you're not on radio today, you know? So at least you're listening. I know that. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with another show. Until then, I am Pat Dooley. I'm deep. I'm way back, and I am out.